Our first reading today is um, Isaiah 35. The wilderness and dry land shall be glad. The desert shall rejoice and the blossoms like the crocus. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice with um, joy and singing. The joy of Lebanon shall be given to it. The majesty of Carmel and Sharon. They shall see the glory of the Lord, the majesty of our God. Strengthen the weak of hands and make firm the feeble knees. Say to those who have anxious hearts, Be strong, fear not. Behold your God. Will come with vengeance, with the recompense of God. He uh, will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap like a deer, and the tongue of a mute sing for joy. For waters break forth in the wilderness, and streams in the desert. The burning sand shall become a pool, and the thirsty ground springs of water. In the haunt of jackals where they lay down, the grass shall become reeds and rushes. And a highway shall be there, and it shall be called the way of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it. It shall belong to those who walk on the way, even if they are fools. They shall not go astray. No lion should be there, nor shall any ravenous beast come upon it. There shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there. And the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with the singing. The everlasting joy shall be upon their heads and they shall abstain gladness and joy, and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our second reading today um, is James 5, uh, 7 through 20. Be patient, therefore, brothers, until the coming of the Lord. See how a farmer um, waits for the precious fruit of the earth, being patient about it, until it receives the early and the late rains. You also be patient. Establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is at hand. Do not grumble against another, brothers, so that you may not be judged. Behold, the judge is standing at the door as an example of suffering and patience. Brothers, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. Behold, we consider those blessed who have remained steadfast. You shall have heard the steadfastness of Job, and you have seen the purpose of the Lord, how the Lord is compassionate and merciful. But above all, my brothers, do not swear, either by heaven or by earth, or by another oath, but let your, but let your yes be yes, and your no be no, so that you may not fall under condemnation. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone among cheerful? Let him sing praise. If anyone among you is sick, let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with the oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer is of faith, and you will save the ones who are sick, and the Lord will raise him up, and if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another, so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it's working. Elijah was a man with nature like ours, and he prayed 
uh, reverently that it may not rain, and for three years and six months it did not rain on the earth. Then he prayed again, and heaven gave rain, and the earth bore, bore its fruit. My brothers, if anyone is among you and wanders from the truth, and let someone brings him back, let him know that whoever brings back the sinner from his wandering will save a soul from death and will cover multitudes of sins. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. Please stand for the um, reading of the Holy Gospel. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Lord, bind these words to our minds, seal them on our lips, and hide them in our hearts. Now when John heard in prison about the deeds of Christ, of the Christ, he sent word by his disciples and said to him, Are you the one who is to come, or shall we look for another? And Jesus answered them, Go and tell John what you see, what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight, and the lame walk. Lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear. And the dead are raised up, and the poor have good news preached to them. And blessed is the one who is not offended by me. As they went away, Jesus began to speak to the crowds concerning John. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? What then did you go out to see? A man dressed, dressed in soft clothing? Behold, those who wear soft clothing are in king's houses. What then did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. Truly, I say to you, among those born of women, there has arisen no one greater than John the Baptist. Yet the one who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has suffered violence, and the violent take it by force. For all the prophets and the law prophesied until John, and if you are willing to accept it, he is Elijah who is to come. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. But to what shall I compare this generation? It is like children sitting in the marketplace and calling to their playmates, We played the flute for you, and you did not dance. We sing a dirge, and you did not mourn. For John came, neither eating nor drinking, and they say, He has a demon. The Son of Man came, eating and drinking, and they say, Look at him, a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Yet wisdom is justified by her deeds. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Let us pray. Heavenly Father, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable and pleasing to you. You are our strength 
you are our Redeemer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, we pray. Amen. Please be seated. All right, kids, who's feeling a little impatient for Christmas to get here? Anybody? Kids? Grown-ups? A little impatient? Let me take an honest poll here. Uh, How many of us are Amazon Prime subscribers? It's a lot of hands. How many of us subscribe to an online streaming service like Netflix, Spotify, Peacock, something like that? Yeah. Um, that's just part of life today, right? These, 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 uh, these subscriptions where we get what we want pretty much immediately, right? Like, like when you're in the Amazon cart as a Prime member and they're like, you're, you just need five more dollars of stuff to get your thing tomorrow. And you're like, I know I shouldn't. <laughs> but I'm going to, <laughs> right? Um, I'm sure I can find something for $5 slash $50. Um, <laughs> uh, I love to get what I want when I want it, right? And when I don't get what I want when I want it, I'm ready to complain about it, too. Uh, if two people are in front of me in line at the grocery store, at this juncture in my life, I'm ready to just give up, go home, and order delivery, right? <laughs> Um, I, I, I live in this unprecedented era of instant gratification and it affects my habits and my attitudes. Uh, and I think that I think it's something we probably, many of us in this room, have in common. Um, so what does this mean for us then uh, as we receive the words of James in his letter to the church? Uh, chapter 5, verses 7 and 8. Be patient, therefore, brothers, until the coming of the Lord. Be patient until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, being patient about it until it receives the early and late rains. You also be patient. Establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is at hand. I think what James is acknowledging here is this kind of universal tendency of human beings to become impatient when we're waiting for something, especially for something that we believe deep down will actually solve all of our problems. Um, sometimes that's a $50 Amazon purchase, but sometimes it's something really serious like the second coming of Christ that we get impatient for. I think James is also pointing out that some things just can't be rushed, though. Uh, Look at the farmer, he says, who has no choice but to be patient to receive, notice that language, to receive not the fruit of his labor in this case, actually, um, but the results of the grace of God in the form of the natural progression of the seasons, the early and the late rains. In the same way, I think what James is saying is that we wait for the coming of Christ to renew the heavens and the earth and you and me, but this isn't something that we can rush no matter how much we'd like to. We till the soil, yes. We establish our hearts in the truth, as James says. Right? It's planting the seeds. But in the end, the timing is God's. For the farmer, the wait is always worth it. And I think James wants to assure us, and, and I want to echo that with him to you today, that, that the, the, the wait is worth it for us too. James, James's reassurance comes with a warning though as well. Do not grumble against one another, brothers, so that you may not be judged. That's Chapter 5 and verse 9. So James knows that waiting is necessary, but it's also often painful. And in our pain, we tend to lash out at others, even those that we love, who are then sort of...